There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But Neil, our next guest on TSP is Charu Sharma. Well, yes, uh, a man who probably is uh, one of the most uh, uh, well-researched, well, uh, someone who understands almost every sport on this planet, someone who has been the voice of cricket and many other sports uh, for the Indian audience. Uh, Charu Sharma joins us. Welcome to TSB, Charu, sir. Thank you so much, Neil. You've been very kind, very generous. Uh, yeah, I do follow a lot of sports, but I wouldn't call myself the best researcher. I just love sport. Oh, <laughs> what actually- can I say? Well, I mean, see, the love of sport makes us do a lot of things, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, it does. I'm glad because, you know, the more you follow, the more you appreciate the wider one's perspective. That's it's, all. It's, it's very much sport. true. The more you get into a subject, the more you realize how little you know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Hey, that's one of my favorite phrases, by the way. The more you know, the more you know how, how little you know. Yeah. We'll about that. <laughs> exactly. Look, it's great to have you on the show. We, we've seen the, the Indian cricket side uh, last night went down to Australia. Oh, Did, no. Well, You're not going to go there, are you? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, we, we, we have India versus Australia every single day on our show. Kitch is from Australia <laughs> oh, and, and, and I, I face it every day. And this, this evening when Kitch walked into the studio, he was dancing. I've never seen him so animated. Yeah, well, I, I, Enjoy I, it when you can. Yeah, all you... Neil, all you need to do is 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 to tell uh, him along right now. Um, do quote Arnold Schwarzenegger's most famous line. I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> the Indian team I thought it was going to be uh, if you're taking Australia, get to the chopper, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Uh, but but look, it was. A, what did you think of last night's match? Uh, did you think maybe uh, we could see a change soon and, and have Virat Kohli back to the opening position? No, I don't think it's the batting positions. I think the Indian batting is doing just fine. I mean, how would he demote Rahul after what he did yesterday? Yeah. Neither, of course, the captain Rohit Sharma. So I think that's a pretty settled opening uh, combination for India. But they can play around. I mean, the truth is that if you're a top-order batsman, you've got to be ready to go anywhere from one to six. And you can't really be hanging on to a position because, I mean, you could be number four and go in the third ball of, of the inning. So you can't say I'm not an opener. True. Uh, I think the, the top order is fairly well settled. Um you know, you score on some days and some days you don't. I mean, there's no guarantee. There are machines. But it's in the bowling department, uh, both for uh, Eng- uh, Australia as well as India, where they were under strength. 
uh, for various reasons. I don't know, Australia may be resting people, maybe there are injuries. India was certainly resting their top bowlers. So in the bowling department, you will see plenty of change by the time the World Cup comes up. So mm-hmm. I don't think we should pillory the bowlers who were there. It was a batting strip, it was a small ground, quick outfield, runs were scored by both the teams. Once one team scored just uh, you know, a few too many. But uh, it was a fabulous match, and I'm sure the fans loved it, and, and the world of cricket loved it. High-scoring games are always great. There were a few wickets taken as well, so there's something for the bowlers, but much more a batter's game yesterday. No, de- definitely. You know, we've, we've known Mohali to produce uh, such amazing high-scoring games, uh, but considering the fact that, you know, uh, Bhuvneshwar Kumar and the, and the trials with the 19th over, last three games, uh, what he's delivered in the 19th, uh, as a bowler, doesn't it come back and haunt you? Of course it does. <laughs> if you could uh, have a have a have a meter on him or something, you, you could probably feel him quivering, uh, or, or his blood pressure must have been you know through the charts. But it's a tough job to bowl at the death, especially when there are a couple of batsmen mm. who are legitimate. You know, I mean, Wade did a fabulous job, and he's a tricky batsman to bowl at because he moves around so much. Uh, you know, Bhuvi's not the quickest. I mean, he did try and bowl plenty of Yorkers and that uh, over. It didn't quite work out for him because what do you do at the end? He doesn't quite have the pace to trouble anyone. Mm. So he's going to bowl those Yorkers, which is probably the most difficult ball to bowl in cricket and you go you bound to miss it you bowl a low full toss or you know bowl a length ball you get dispatched for six right. and uh, on a small ground it will go for six instead of getting caught so you know i i, I wouldn't like to blame only bhuvi i think the rest of the indian bowlers as well akshar patel bowled really well he did but uh, that's the middle over see if akshar had bowled similarly mm-hmm. uh, over number whatever 16 18 20 he might have gone for 50 runs as well I'm sure. that's just the nature of the beast of a t20 game no, that that's so true. Uh, we've been talking about you know T20 games, and I I will uh, take the conversation away from India versus Australia to this one T20 great who was born on today's day, Chris Gale. Your memories of this uh, giant killer, Chris Gale? Oh, the universe boss man. Well, he played uh, for <laughs> in Bangalore for many years, and yeah, I had uh, plenty of brushes with him. I think the first major T20 traveling global league star. For yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, one wouldn't take him into the side for fielding. <laughs> the end. But, but, you know, he could bowl a bit. He was all right. And, of course, I mean, you talked about Bhuvi yesterday, and I said maybe he was quivering and shaking. When you're bowling against Chris Gale, at any point of time, anywhere, the bowlers do quiver. Because, I mean, just slightly off on length or line, and he would clobber you. And uh, he would get those runs very quickly. Although, late in his career, mind you, if you saw, he was a very careful starter. and You'd find him you know, 15 balls, seven runs, and people wonder what's going on. And then, of course, he start unleashing and, and get to whatever, 70, 18, 40. Um, so he did change his style a bit. And uh, I just think the long levers were a great help. And the fearlessness, because he realized that in T20, very early, the bowlers were severely handicapped. Right. And so he would just you know, stand and deliver or maybe take one step forward and deliver the short ball too. Um, and it was just a question of fitness. If you keep himself fitter and less injured, he will score, tw- score twice as many runs. But let's not take away the fact that he, I think, was the first global T20 mm. batting star. You know, we, we talked, sure about uh, what his reputation was like. He did have a reputation of loving a good time and always being a party boy wherever, wherever he was. But uh, to give an insight, what was his professionalism like? What was he in and around, like around the side, the way he looked after his game and the way he, he mentored young people? Was, was it different to that party boy image that we know? Well, that was after the game. I think he was professional enough to know that, you know, inside the field you deliver. So I'm not suggesting at white line fever that as soon as he walked into the ground, he was like, oh, you know, business. 
he still used to kid around quite a bit. But that's not such a bad thing. You talk about being a party boy and, and you know, off the field, um, who are we to try and uh, um, decide what is good behavior and what is not? I mean, it's very individual. But uh, I don't think he trained quite as much as the rest, which is a bit of a problem because, I mean, these days it's all about athleticism and training. I don't think he was the top of the pops there. But, you know, sometimes it's nice to have, not sometimes, every time it's nice to have different people in the dressing room. Some people are serious, some people like Chris Gale, they play the fool, they make sure that, you know, well, not the fool really, they, you know, they, they kid around quite a bit, they, they keep the atmosphere light because T20 is a very intense game and people say it's only 20 overs a side, but let me tell you, the intensity is ridiculous. And to have somebody in the side who can kind of just lighten the atmosphere and make people believe it's only a match, it's only a day, you know, I mean, relax, enjoy yourselves. You will win some, you will lose some. It's nice to have somebody of that in the team as well. And, and Chris Gale certainly was that. No no doubts about that. But then also, you know, if, if we just go back from uh, Chris Gale's era to, a, a, no, not a generation, but probably a decade back, you know, there was a menacing bowler who again celebrates his birthday today, Kirtley Ambrose. Your thoughts on him? Ah, Kirtley man, all of 59. <laughs> A gentle giant. Man, did he look menacing. I mean, he was a silent killer. Not much given to talk, by the way. And I believe there was even a time earlier on in his life, in the early 90s or whatever, when there was an interview going on, he said, Curtly, talk to no man. But, <laughs> but yeah, he, you know, he was a silent customer, just a fabulous bowler. Of course, the height helped a lot. He was certainly athletic. Got his share of injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for instance, the very famous Perth match where I think he got seven wickets for only one run. Uh, mm-hmm. Very difficult, uh, very difficult bowler to score runs off without question. If I remember correctly, his 400 odd wickets in test matches cost him at less than 21 apiece, which is magnificent. I mean, for any bowler anywhere. I remember uh, Bob Willis, the late, uh, once I uh, was uh, talking to him, doing a personal interview, I think in the late 90s, and he just retired, Bob Willis. And I said, Bob, any regrets? And he said, uh, yeah, one. And uh, I mean, he meant it too. He said, in the fast bowlers club, we have a thing about an average of 25. And mm-hmm. he said, I will forever regret that my average in test match cricket per wicket was just over 25. I couldn't break into that club. Now, in light of that, you see Curtly Ambrose below 21. You can imagine just how difficult he, bowler, uh, 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 difficult he was as a bowler for even the best batsman in the world. So that, you know, it's not just the wickets, uh, but I think the fact that he was very mean, people couldn't quite get him away because of his height, the steepling bounce. All of that helped. Now you use your natural gifts to advantage, and he did. At six foot seven, uh, ran in quick, ball sharp, uh, made the ball, you know, cock up from length. What else do you want in a bowler? No, and I... uh, a team man too. And that partnership with uh, with, with Walsh, wow, man, that was some deadly combination. Well, Charu, you, you you touched on one point that I, I find hilarious. I, I love Sir Kirtley Ambrose, but you're right. During his playing days, he never said a word. It was always Kirtley speaks to no one. And then in every interview. <laughs> Every interview I've ever seen after a time, and you can't shut him up. He does not. He does not stop talking at all. He even went to Australia and was on a reality TV show called uh, Dancing with the Stars. I'm just a, right, a complete 180 from uh, from his cricket career. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like we're suggesting he was repressed during his uh, cricket career. No, I just think he focused a lot. I mean, he was a team man, but he didn't say much. Even within the team, he didn't say much. I mean, mm. you're talking about Chris Gale, who plays, you know, the light-hearted guy. Curtly didn't. He was a very serious kind of young man. And uh, by the way, as we all know, he could have been a big basketball star. Till his mother said, well, hang on, stay home, play some cricket. Um, yeah, you know, it's strange. I, I think another case, by the way, is Navjot Singh Sidhu, mm. for whatever's worth. 
he never spoke a word. I mean, just, you know, a, a, a silent, kind of quiet, uh, introverted individual while he was playing. He played for quite a few years for India. And then once he stopped playing, again, as you said, <laughs> you couldn't shut him up. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, Kirti was fun. I last met him during the uh, the World Cup in nine, uh, 2019 in England. I was there for some work with BBC. And we had a little one-on-one with him for the show that I do for BBC. And he was, uh, you know, fun happy to chat, had a wonderful sense of humor and played up to the part of being, you know, the big bad, uh, sort of six foot seven bully. And I said, Curtly, if I'm going to ask you whatever I did, I forget now. Uh, you promise you won't beat me up, will you? He said, well, <laughs> I can't promise that. <laughs> Just a lot of fun. Yeah. No, absolutely. In fact, uh, you know, to to actually think of all of these guys, you know, in the field, of the field, obviously, yes, they can joke around and have fun. But when they're at their serious best, bowling what they were bowling back then with very little protection that was, you know, the, with, with the helmets that were available there, you know, a lot of credit has to go to the fearless batters who face them time and again. Well, of course. I mean, especially something like Kirtley, because uh, what you don't fear is quick bowling. What one fears is the fact that the ball rears up at times when you don't expect it to from length. And that's when it gets you on your fingers and thumb and wrist and yeah. elbows and stuff. And that's really dangerous and, and painful. A short ball, then you can actually see. You can avoid it. You know, people get hit on the head because they don't quite know how to duck anymore or, or of course, miss the pull. But it's that steepling bounce that you get from areas where you don't expect bounce, which is the dangerous part in the game. And, yeah, uh, and that's why you fear bowlers like Ambrose because, you're not thinking aggressively. You're thinking, oh my God, is this one going to bounce? Is the next one going to bounce? <laughs> and, and hit me somewhere. So those, are the, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the big fast bowlers is always tough to face. But uh, these days there is a fair amount of protection, especially in limited overs cricket. Bowlers are so hamstrung on. They can't bowl here, can't bowl there, can't bowl short. Uh, but test match cricket, you know, that's where the faster bowlers particularly, they like that arena because they're unfettered. And uh, yeah, somebody like Ambrose, boy, I mean, he, you know, he could hurt people. Uh, he had that reputation, of course, of being a little sort of mean and surly, mm-hmm. which, as we know, is untrue, you know, as it was proved once he retired. But uh, that kind of a bowler makes you fear uh, the, the bowler even more because you think he's out to hurt me. Right. So, what can you say? Well, it's it's been great to get your insights on uh, two of the greats born on this day, Sir Kirtley Ambrose and also Chris Gale. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, Chari Sharma, thank you very much for joining us on TSB TalkSport Business. You're most welcome, guys. Thanks so much for getting in touch with me. I can now go back to my tennis. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good, good luck in your tennis. There he is. He's known for doing everything from a, a commentating, compare, quiz mastering, even into cricket administration. Charu Sharma. And don't you love his voice? Oh, Syrupy and fantastic. Brilliant. I mean, I, I've, I've known him for a very, very long time. Uh, I, I remember 2007 World Cup was when uh, we actually started uh, interacting. First time I was with my radio station in Bombay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charu Sharma was our uh, in-house expert where we would call him after every game and the games were in West Indies. Every time I used to speak to him, you know, the insight was phenomenal, obviously, yes, but the voice, velvety smooth voice and that information about cricket just helped us forget all that debacle that was the 2007 World Cup for India. Just a remarkable commentator he is. You're on TSP, Talk Sport Business on Talk 100.3. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB Talk Sport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.